Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. My foothold is tenoned and mortised in granite, said Mr. Walt Whitman. I laugh at what you call dissolution, and I know the amplitudes of time. The amplitudes of time. Yes, indeed. There is so much time. So much has gone by. So much is yet to come. Was there ever a beginning? Will there ever be an end? Or does it stretch from the indefinite past to the infinite future? Uh, when is uh, Flight 703 leaving? 703? Oh, it's been canceled. When was it canceled? Uh, just now. Why? A severe snowstorm has just hit Boston. They can't take any more traffic. Snow? That's impossible. Why? Snow today? The 15th of June? That's never happened before. Well, there's a first time for everything, isn't there? Isn't there? Our mystery drama, The Good Times Express, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Ralph Bell and Roberta Maxwell. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Tempus omnia revelat, said the Roman philosopher, and it means time tells all. Well, not quite. There are some secrets that have been kept for so long that perhaps they have been forgotten and disappeared into the vast maw of eternity, never to see the light of day. A pity. Some of them may have been extremely interesting. The airport is quiet. A man is standing in a phone booth. We're about uh, 250, uh, 300 miles away, Fred. The plane had to come down here for some reason. You can never make out what these pilots say over the PA system. Well, he said it wasn't serious. Uh, we could expect to be in the air again, uh, oh, about 20 minutes or a half hour. Oh, now, don't worry, Fred. I'll be there in plenty of time. I know how important it is. You just wait for me at the airport in Boston. All right, goodbye. Oh, I'd better be there. Oh, uh, miss. Yes, sir. Uh, what's the uh, latest word on the Boston flight? The Boston flight? Uh, 703. Oh, it's been canceled. Canceled? Yes, sir. Well, the, the pilot said they were just landing here for a few minutes. Is that what he said? We well, can't be canceled. I have the notification right here. Oh, no, it's a mistake. Uh, would you look again? Check it. All right, sir. No problem. Oh, boy, it's impossible. This is Polly. Latest on 703. I can't cancel it. They just did. What? Ask them why. Is there a reason, Jill? Mm. I see. Thanks. It seems the whole East Coast has been snowed in. What? Boston can't handle any more traffic tonight. Did you say snowed in? From Maine to Maryland. Well, that's impossible. Why? Well, how can there be snow? It's the middle of June. So? Well, what do you mean, so? It can't snow in June. Why not? Well, it never did. There's a first time for everything, isn't there? I have simply got to get to Boston. What can I tell you? What's your name? Parrot. Uh, Miss Parrot. But everyone calls me Polly. Uh, 
I simply have to be in Boston before morning. What's your first name? Oh, Calvin. Calvin. Do you know what Calvin means in Latin? Uh, no. It means bald. Uh, <clears throat> Miss Parrott, uh, there must be some way for me... I demand to see your supervisor. What for? He's not going to put you on a plane to Boston. There are no planes to Boston. Would you just do as I say? The snowstorm that just hit the East Coast. Is my supervisor going to stop it? About this snowstorm, Miss Parrott. Uh, yeah? I was listening to the radio oh, about a half an hour ago. Yeah? There was no talk of a snowstorm. No? The weather forecast for New England was sunny and mild. Seasonable temperatures. The thing must have happened all of a sudden. Miss Parrott, I do not believe one word you're saying. Wait, listen. To what? The ticker. It's the weather advisory. Yes? Uh, and uh, yeah, here's what it says. Storm increasing in intensity. Snow heavier. No end in sight. All East Coast airports shut down till further notice. That's it. Oh, no, I can't believe it. Let's settle this thing. What thing? This alleged snowstorm. As far as I'm concerned, it's settled now. I'll call my friend in Boston. You're entitled to make a phone call. Be my guest. I'll ask him if it's snowing. You do that. He'll think I'm crazy. I'll say, Fred, is it snowing there in Boston? Can you imagine asking a question like that on the 15th of June? What do you mean, all lines are down? What, what do you mean? This is a recording. If you require assistance... Oh. Now, what am I going to do? Wait, I guess. Just like everyone else. Will Mr. Calvin Smith please report to the International Airlines ticket counter? Mr. Calvin Smith. You, uh, wanted me? Yes. Is there any news? No. No? Then why did you call me? I've been watching you. What do you mean? You know what you look like. Just like a bear. A bear? Did you ever see a bear in the zoo? Miss Parrot. Oh, you must have seen a bear in the zoo. Very well, I saw a bear in the zoo. Picture a bear. And that's just what you look like. Thank you very much. A caged, crabby, querulous bear. Now, see here, Miss Parrott. A sour, surly bear. And this is why you paged me? Now, look, Mr. Smith, this isn't you. I'll bet you're a man who has a really sunny disposition. You shouldn't let a thing like this bother you. Miss Parrott, I am en route to Boston on a matter of life and death. You don't mean that. My entire career. And suddenly my plane is forced to land in this place. I am told there is a snowstorm in the middle of June, no less. I think I'm losing my mind. Mr. Smith, International Airlines likes to make things as easy as possible for its customers. All I'm asking for is a plane. It's going to be a long night here at the airport. I don't recommend the restaurant. It's a, it's a greasy joint. I'm not hungry. You will be. Who can think of food at a time like this? Take a cab into town. Check into that big new motel. Have yourself a good dinner. Get a comfortable room. Relax with some TV. I won't leave this place. I can't take a chance on missing my plane. As soon as anything can fly, you'll be notified. I don't know. The airline's going to pick up the tab. Look at yourself. 
You're dead on your feet. Yes. It's been a very long day. I'll bet. A very long and very difficult day. So why not do yourself a favor? Yes, why not? Thank you, Miss Parrott. If I uh, seem rather brusque before and uh, abusive, I... <laughs> you call that abusive? You should hear what I get from some people. I apologize. You're a very fine young lady. You're not so bad yourself. A little bit of a stuffed shirt, maybe. Oh, am I? Really? It doesn't have to be your fault. It could be the way you were raised. Well, thank you for uh, being so nice. Just outside the door, there should be a cab. Have a good night. Uh, a taxi. Hop in, pal. Hey, hey, you're in luck. I just happen to be out here. What are you doing in the middle of no place, anyhow? This is the airport. This is what? The airport. What airport? The, the, the... Hey, pal, if you say there's an airport around here, you know what I say? The customer's always right. That's what I say. But I was just in... Pal, the... hey, pal, look around. You see an airport? I am going crazy. I must be going crazy. We're all going crazy. Where do I take you? Uh, to town. Where in town? The new motel. Now, wait, there was an airport. What new hotel? We ain't had a new hotel around here for 20 years. And I suppose she meant the the newest one. Well, how about if I take you to the best one? Well, all right. I suppose... I wish I knew. You wish you knew what? It's nothing, it's nothing. I must be a little feverish. Who? You want to see a doctor? No, no. There's only one cure for what must be bothering me. If I can get to Boston before tomorrow morning... So why can't you get there by tomorrow morning? Because there are no planes to Boston tonight. Ah, what do you want a plane for? Train gets you there in four and a half, five hours. A train? Is there a train? Well, how do you think people travel, huh? Well, I didn't think there was a train to Boston. Can, can, can I still make a train tonight? I could get you to the station and you could make the Good Times Express. The what? The Good Times Express. It goes to Boston? If that's where you're going... That's where she's going. Well, I, I, I didn't think there were any more regular trains. Oh, hey, pal, where you been? Where have I been? Well, I... I suppose I've been very busy. Did we miss it? Has it gone? Nah. We're gonna beat her into the station. Hey, 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 careful now. Oh, don't worry, pal. I never had an accident yet. Oh. Hey, you see... She's first coming in now. Thank you. That's okay. All right. Here you are. Well, thank you, pal. You know, I can't get over it. Get over what? How busy, how, how crowded. Well, sure. This is like... This is the way it used to be. The way what used to be? The way travel used to be. The way trains and railroad stations used to be. The Good Times Express. All good for the Good Times Express. Put up on, pal. Ah, uh, yes, yes. What? Hey, pal. Have a good trip. Tickets, hall tickets, your tickets, sir. Uh, conductor, I didn't have a chance to buy one. What's your destination? Uh, Boston. That'll be $7.20. 
For a ticket to Boston? That's very cheap. Is that a fact? Of course. Would cost more than three times that much to fly. Oh, you see? You're in luck. <laughs> I wonder how much you would charge to go to Los Angeles. <laughs> $7.20. What? All tickets on the Good Times Express are $7.20. <laughs> Well, how, how can you make a profit if you take people to Los Angeles for $7.20? We don't go there. But you just sent a ticket to Los Angeles? Because we sell you a ticket doesn't mean we'll take you there. I don't understand. Mr. Smith. Uh, wait, wait. Uh, how did you know my name? As I was saying, Mr. Smith, we just sold you a ticket to Boston, didn't we? Yes. That doesn't mean we're going to Boston either. You mean you're not going to Boston? No, I don't think so. Stop the train. Stop the Good Times Express. I'm afraid that can't be done. Oh, where are we going? I have a right to know. I can't tell you. Why? Because I really wouldn't know how to explain it. What does that mean? Why can't you explain it? At this point, I don't think anybody knows what it means. We would have to know more about this rather unusual train, the Good Times Express. What kind of train is it? Evidently, our hero has embarked on a journey, but what is his destination? You know, this is the kind of question that we never answer in the first act. You'll just have to wait a few moments till I bring you the second. As a rule, there seems to be a logic to life. Events appear to follow a predictable pattern. We know who we are, we know where we are, and we know what time it is. We are bound to routine and custom by what we assume to be unbreakable, indissoluble bonds. But sometimes, some of us suddenly discover how fragile, how tenuous those ties really are. You're the conductor of this train? Yes, sir. And you don't know where it's going? Oh, I know where it's going. Then why don't you tell me? Because you wouldn't understand. Sir, I am a physicist. I'm aware of that. How would you be aware of it? Were you about to make a point, Mr. Smith? I am a physicist. I have the ability to comprehend all sorts of complicated concepts. I'm sure you have that ability. Then there is no reason not to tell me. Enlightenment comes in one of two ways. First, there is that which we are told. Second, there is that which we discover. Sir, all I want to know the is... second is the deeper, more lasting. I am asking a simple question. As a scientist, you should know there is no such thing as a simple answer. I demand to be let off this train at once. I'm sorry. The train cannot make any unscheduled stops. When is the next scheduled stop? I don't think you'd want to get off there. Why not? You look very tired. Maybe if you had something to eat and a nice hot cup of coffee. I must be losing my mind. I must be trapped in a nightmare. Now, come on. Let's step into the next car. It's the diner. Have a drink, a delicious meal. You'll see. You'll feel so much better. Here, now, let me give you a hand. The diner is crowded this evening. Conductor, I... I... Oh, look, there's an empty seat at the table where the young lady is sitting all by herself. But I'm not hungry. Oh, sure you are. Uh, Miss, you mind if this gentleman joins you for dinner? No, not at all. It... It's you. Me? 
The girl at the airport ticket counter. Oh, I'm sure you must be mistaken. Your name is Polly. Polly? Polly Parrott. <laughs> That's quite a name. Look, please help me. Are you in trouble? Uh, yes. What kind of trouble? I don't know. Then how can anyone help you? I was in the airport just oh, about half an hour ago. Yes? My flight to Boston was canceled. And? Well, why do you ask? You know about it. I do? You were the girl behind the counter. What's your name? Well, you know my name. It's Calvin Smith. My name is Melisande Morris. Uh, but, but you, you said... Me. You look uh, like a very troubled person. I sure am. Why do you insist I was some girl at an airport ticket counter? Because... All right, uh, look. Uh, let me tell you the whole story without any interruption, all right? All right. No matter how crazy it sounds, just let me finish, will you? You promise? I promise. All right, as I said, my name is Calvin Smith. At 6 p.m. this evening, Tuesday, June the 15th, I was in the airport. What were you doing in the airport? The plane had to come down for some minor repair. What were you doing in the plane? I was flying to Boston. From where? In Los Angeles. Why? You, you promised not to interrupt. You said you would tell me the whole story. The story begins in the airport. The story begins before you got on the plane. I, I was going to Boston on business. What kind of business? Uh, that's not important. Then you don't want to tell me the story. I have an appointment to sell a game. A game? A game, a children's game. Well, adults will like it also. I have to see these people at a toy company. A game? You have no idea how much money there is in these things. I wouldn't doubt it. I teach physics at the university. Do you realize how little teachers are paid in our society? Yes. It's this whole distorted sense of values, you see. That's the way it's always been. This game is called Bomb-O. It's called what? Bomb-O. You know what a bomb is? I think so. All right. Well, each player picks a country and... I have a specially designed computer that can enable the player who takes the basic logical steps to annihilate the rest of the world. Annihilate? That's a figure of speech. I would hope so. Uh, this, this especially designed ray, you see, zaps around the board and electronically knocks over all the enemy cities. It's quite realistic. Really? Oh, I, I know what you're thinking. Do you? That I have no business creating this kind of... That's for you to decide. I'm tired of being poor and a nobody. And this is how you employ your splendid knowledge. Huh. Splendid knowledge, eh? What's splendid about knowledge? What has our awesome scientific knowledge done for the world? It would be better if we never had any. New York. We're coming into New York. New York, the next stop. All passengers for New York. New York? I, I want to go to Boston. Do you really want to go to Boston? What have I been telling you? We're coming into Grand Central Terminal. This is where I get off. You're, you're leaving? It's been nice talking to you, Mr. Smith. I'm getting off, too. Why? I can go right to Kennedy Airport. There is no Kennedy Airport. My dear miss, uh, what did you say your name was? Morris. Melisande Morris. Uh, you, Kennedy Airport is on the eastern border of New York City, formerly called Idlewild. It was renamed... But right now, it doesn't exist. Not yet. What do you mean, not yet? Because this is 1937. 1937. This stop 
1937. What are you talking about? Come on, let's get off the train. How can it be 1937? Listen. Oh, come on. But you... Oh, everybody's here on the platform. What? What is this? Oh, there's Benny Goodman and his orchestra. And, and, and waiting to play, Glenn Miller and, and Hal Kemp and Duke. That's Duke. Where are we? Where I always wanted to be. Back in 1937. 1937. Oh, how my mother and father used to talk about it. And all the bands, the shows. Life was so easy and wonderful. Listen to the band. 1937. <laughs> hey, they're all here. Everybody's here. Look, look, there's Joe DiMaggio. He's going to get a hit in 56 straight games this year. And there's President Roosevelt. FDR himself. And, and Charlie Chaplin. And George Gershwin. And Joe Lewis. I can't believe it. Believe it. Enjoy it. Stay here. Here? Here, in 1937. But I want to go to Boston. Stay here with me. But this isn't my time. It wasn't mine either, but it can be. 1937, it won't stay here forever. How do you know? Well, it didn't last time, did it? It doesn't matter. 1937 will become 1938 and 39 and 40 and the war. What war? Well, you know what war. I, I, I... You and I, we weren't born, but uh, we read about it in the history books. World War II. No, I, I, I don't remember. Polly. Why do you call me Polly? The terrible things that happened. Hitler and the atom bomb. You'll have to go through all that. I don't believe you. Polly, have you forgotten what's happened to you? Stay with me. Polly, have you forgotten? I only know I'm here. And I want to stay here. Now, Polly, please, listen to me. No, no, this is what I want. You won't take it from me. All aboard. Board. This is the Good Times Express. We better get back on the train. Why? Didn't you want to get off? Yes, but not here. What's wrong with here? It's the most wonderful place in the world. I wouldn't know what to do in 1937. You don't have to do anything. Just live in it and enjoy it. Polly, we belong to another time. I don't know any other time. I don't remember any other time. Who are you? What are you saying? You know who I am and you know what I'm saying. You must be crazy. Uh, keep away from me. Keep away or I'll, I'll call a car. All aboard. Wait. Wait for me. This is the good time, Big Fred. What? Wait for me. Wait. so fast. Why? I thought you couldn't wait to get off the train. Well, I, I wasn't going to get off there. What's wrong with New York? Well, that was 1937. What do I want to go to 1937 for? You? Well, where do you want to go? Where? I, uh, I haven't thought about that. That isn't true. For the last year, maybe more. That's all you have been thinking about. Uh, no, I... Why I... do you think you're here on the Good Times Express? I don't know. What do you think the Good Times Express is? I don't know that either. Oh, yes, you do. You don't want to admit it to yourself just yet. Admit what? 
I was on a plane from Los Angeles to Boston. Suddenly, the plane was forced down. I found myself in a... We all know that story by now. All right, tell me. Just, just tell me one thing. Am I dreaming? Is this a nightmare? As a scientist, you should know there are no simple answers. For instance, what is a dream? Oh, no, no, don't start that. Well, you asked me a simple question. What's happening? What's happening to me? Only good things are happening to you. Good things? You're on the Good Times Express. But where am I going? Mr. Calvin Smith, you know very well where you are going. Where is he going? Evidently, we're on a train. And what have we learned about it? Well, it seems to be going back in time. That's obvious. And it stops, judging from what has just happened, where each passenger wants it to stop. So far, so good. But where does our Calvin Smith want to go? Where would a cynical, disillusioned scientist really want to go? Let's find out in Act Three. A fine wind is blowing the new direction of time, sang the poet. Well, we can't vouch for the wind. But something seems to have set time in a different direction as far as our story is concerned. One day, our hero Calvin Smith was living his life as usual in the here and now. Suddenly, he is on an express to... Well, where? You keep telling me that I know where I'm going. That's right. Why do you insist on it? Why do you deny it? Oh, no, no, this isn't a dream. Who said it was? Because I would have awakened long ago. Yes, let me know where you want to get off. Uh, no, 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 don't you do that to me anymore. You know where I wanted to get off, Boston. I had to be there by morning, only now I'm not sure which morning anymore. Boss, it's our next stop. It is? Be there in a couple of minutes. Oh, why didn't you say so before? Another fella in this car is getting off at Boston, too. Oh, he is? Who? Oh. A fella at the other end, sitting by the rear door. Where? That... Hey, I, I know him. I know that man. Sir, uh, uh, you... What are you doing here? What am I doing here? Well, I, I know you. Don't you recognize me? Uh, no. No, I'm afraid I don't. You're the cab driver. Cab driver? You picked me up at the airport. Not me. You brought me to the railroad station? No, no. You must be mistaken. Well, how else would I get here? I'm sure I don't know. Don't you remember? No, you must have me confused. No, no, I'm... no, no, I don't. In the first place, I'm not a cab driver. Now, listen, I never forget a face. I'm a history teacher. Now, please. Would you listen to me? I, I need help. What kind of help? <laughs> I don't even know. Well, then... I was bound for Boston. Suddenly, my plane came down in some airport. My flight was canceled. I got on a train. This, this train. Then it happened to you, too? Are you saying... Yes. I was driving to Boston when my car just died, you know? Sometimes a car just gives out. Yes, I know. I, I was right near a railroad station and this train happened along. So, as far as I'm concerned, there's no harm done. Yes, there's no harm done. We can get off together. Maybe we can share a cab, eh? I... I don't think so. Why? Because... I'm not sure we're going to the same Boston. What do you mean? There's only one Boston. No. There are a great many. 
I'm sure there are a great many small towns and perhaps little cities scattered around throughout the country named Boston, but there's only one Boston, Massachusetts. There are a great many Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, please, please. No, I'm hanging on by my fingernails. Yes, it is. Hanging on to what? My sanity. But it makes sense. I'd better not talk about it. Would you say that the Boston of 1975 is the same as the Boston of 1875? Probably not. Agreed. And how about the Boston of 1775? Isn't it a completely different... Yes, all right. We're, we're That's not... where we're stopping. At the Boston of 1775. You can't be serious. Why not? Why should we be going to Boston of 1775? Because that's where I want to get off. Why? I... I think it's been downhill ever since. What's been downhill? Everything. I teach history. And never was there such glory as in the year 1775. Now, wait a minute. The Battle of Bunker Hill. Uh, yes, that's Actually, right. Actually, it was Breed's Hill. This was the greatest moment in American history. Indeed, in the history of freedom itself. There, the decision was made by men, ordinary men like ourselves. Farmers, lawyers, shopkeepers, mechanics, school teachers. You come with me. Go with you where? To Breed's Hill, overlooking Boston. Do you know what day this is? Uh, the 15th of June. General Gage is trying to stop us, but we're fortifying the heights. Now, the day after tomorrow, on the 17th, General Gage is going to send General Howe up Breed's Hill. In a frontal attack. Yes, I know. I, I read about it. You know. But do you understand? 3,000 of the best regular troops in the world are going to march up the hill. Do you know why? Not really. I, I suppose... Because they have contempt for us. Because they think the shine of the sun on their bayonets will scatter us like rabbits. <laughs> These arrogant British. Have they ever a lesson to learn? Come with me. We'll help teach them. I don't think I can. I read about it so many times, and now I'm going to see it. Now I'll be part of it. How himself. Oh, he has courage. He leads the march up the hill. All Boston is watching. The Redcoats advance. 200 yards from the trenches. 100 yards. Silence. And then, at 50... We open fire with everything we've got. Hunting rifles, shotguns, pistols. And we shout, are we cowards? Are the Yankees cowards? Uh, yes, that must have been a splendid sight. The British are bewildered. They're about to break and run down the hill, but Howe rallies them. You can see him. His white britches are spattered with blood. And they try it again. And again, we teach them a bitter lesson. We fire till the guns are too hot to hold. Till every ounce of shot and every grain of powder is gone. Boston, this station stop is Boston... Come with me. Uh, no, no I, I can't. Keep... Where else would you rather be? Is there another place in all the world, in all of history, that's nearly as exciting? Is there? Is there? Yes. This is Boston. Passengers getting off at Boston. Well, goodbye. Goodbye. You'll never know what you're missing. I would go with you, but I... I... But what? I have to save the world. Goodbye. This is the Good Times Express. All aboard. I see you 
didn't get off at Boston after all. It was the wrong Boston. Not for everybody. Well, what's the next stop for the Good Times Express? You're asking me? It could be your stop. My stop? You know what it is now, don't you? Yes. And you also know why you're on the train, don't you? Yes. You said enlightenment comes in two ways. That which we are told and that which we discover. The second way is the best. And are you enlightened? Yes. Now you can stop fighting it. You can stop doubting yourself. Your sanity. Wondering if this is a dream. You know now you're fully awake. Yes. Before I take you to your stop, tell me why you're here. Because I'm unhappy. Why are you unhappy? I feel that science has... Say it. I feel that science has betrayed the world. That's a terrible indictment of science. It's not the fault of science. And the scientists. No. Scientists are only human. They will make mistakes. The true blame belongs to knowledge. Knowledge? Knowledge, yes, you see. Human beings cannot live with knowledge. That's a terrible indictment of human beings. It's not the fault of human beings. It's the way they're made. And knowledge is to put the uses that human beings cannot control. Then you want to destroy knowledge? Oh, no. No, it cannot be done. Then what do you want? I want human beings to live as if there had never been any such thing as knowledge. But how is that possible? Let the human race live in harmony with the world, with nature. Let humanity enjoy the earth and all its fruits without, without the corruption, the, the corrosion, the deadly infection of knowledge. Knowledge which breeds envy and avarice and, and murder. Are you sure that's what you want? I have received the best, the most advanced knowledge this world has developed. And I will tell you, the evil far outweighs the good. In the end, knowledge will enable man to destroy himself. And this world completely. Where do you want the good times expressed to take you? To a time and a place where there was no knowledge? Yes. To the Garden of Eden. Let me be that human being in the Garden of Eden. Why? Because I will be able to change the fate of the world. How? I will know better than to eat that apple. How will you know better? Once you're in the Garden of Eden, you'll forget why you came there. You will have no knowledge. Perhaps I will have no memory. But I'll have a logical mind. I will understand those things that must be obeyed. Well, this is the Good Times Express. You paid for your ticket. You're entitled to your ride. You can take me to the Garden of Eden? Why, look, we're just pulling in now. Garden of Eden. This station stop is the Garden of Eden. Check the overhead racks to make sure you have all your belongings. I say that because it's regulations. But of course, you won't have need for any luggage. Have a nice day. All passengers, watch your step, please. Getting off. This is the Good Times Express. Good.
Uh, why, it's Polly. What did you just call me? I called you by your name. Eve. I must have been hearing things. Where have you been? Oh, around. Want to go for a swim? We were swimming all morning. Want to pick berries? Well, don't you ever get sick of it? Why don't we take a nap? Or if we do, we won't be able to sleep tonight. Adam? Yes, what is it? Why don't you put your arms around me? I'm tired. Well, what do you want to do? It's just... There are so many things <laughs> that I don't know. Like what? Like, why is the sky blue? Does it matter? Why does the sun rise and set? Who cares? What holds up the sky? Why does it rain? Why do the plants grow? The whole world is filled with whys. We're surrounded by whys. Why should you care? Because I'm a human being. And it's human nature to want to know. Why don't you have some of that fruit? What fruit? You know, uh, the apple, I think it's called. Oh, no. Why not? Because we're not supposed to. And why are we not supposed to? Well... You know what I think? I think the answers to all the whys are inside it. That's ridiculous. Why? Think about it. It must be the reason we're not supposed to eat it. We were never told why we weren't supposed to eat it. What other reason could there be? I don't know. Look, I don't care. You're the one that's being bothered by it. It's just that I'd like to know. Know what? Everything. If you don't want to know things, you might as well be dead. What's dead? Dead is, uh... I don't know. I don't even know why I said that. Do you want to kiss me? Listen, do you think... Do I think what? Nothing. Why don't you just put your arms around me? Do you think if we took just the smallest, tiniest little bite that... All right. Reach up. Pick one. And let's get it over with. So, here we go again. Another noble experiment that could never quite get off the drawing board. Proof, if ever proof were needed, that knowledge is like a bag of peanuts. You can't stop with just one. You have to keep eating and eating until it's all gone. Or you are. Don't go too far, because I'll be back. We have knowledge, and we have wisdom. And, as the poet says, knowledge comes, but wisdom lingers. Which is why a little knowledge is a dangerous thing. But a little wisdom can save the world. Knowledge that can be heard here seven times each week can be a source not only of wisdom, but of extreme pleasure. Our cast included Ralph Bell, Roberta Maxwell, and Robert Dryden. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Mrs. E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater 
for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.